0: Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, feeling completely disorganized in your home and life, that it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally? Well, you've come to the right place if you need encouragement, easy and simple organization tips, or you just wanna know that you're not alone in this season of life. Hi, I'm Grace Ramon your fellow working mom and professional organizer. I believe in you, friend. You can get it together. Now let's get organized. Welcome back to Organize with Grace. I have a great guest for you here, and I'm so excited to talk with her because she is a life coach and I believe we all need a life coach. (laughs) And I help and she she helps moms go from overwhelmed to a more peaceful and calm life through the power of the care method. And she is going to talk about that because that is her signature method. And I can't wait to know more. Melissa, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Grace. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So before we start off and in diving into what that care method is, and I also want to really talk about um, habits and how to save time with that, I want to know just real quick something fun that you know you would like to share that's going on in your life at this time. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so you, luckily, you gave me a little uh, a moment to prep for that question because yeah there's definitely never a dull moment in our house Uh, but I think one thing that's super fun that's coming up this Monday is my youngest is turning two years old so it is a a huge milestone into toddlerhood no more baby he's the last one he's the last kiddo and so uh, we'll be celebrating him this weekend I'm really looking forward to
0: that that's awesome Happy birthday. And so I'm I'm looking at your website and you have three beautiful kids and I want you to introduce them to us. Oh, yeah. Well. yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Of course. I mean, what mom doesn't love to talk about her kids?
1: Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, Lucas is my oldest and he's 11. He just turned 11. And so um, we are we we have a wide range of ages in our house. Um We have Olivia, who's seven, and the only girl, and Leo, who is the youngest, who I just mentioned is turning two this weekend. So, yeah, it's, um, like I said, never a dull moment in our house, and it's full of um, music and singing and sports and
0: just everything you can imagine because they're all so unique. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing that. Now, Melissa, you will be sharing more about your care method and some great tips. But before that, I want to know, you know, more of your story and how what compelled you to become a life coach?
1: Yeah. So I um, have been a banker for my entire career. So going from banker to a life coach, that's I think that's pretty unique because um, when you're in banking, that's very left brain um, and it's it's so funny. I guess I'll share my journey, but it's so funny to to um, be in that world and then be in the life coaching world as well because they sure. don't necessarily seem to mix. But my journey is that I had always really been a student of personal development, wanting to learn more and reach my goals, and um, that had always really been part of who I was, and. So, fast forward to having children and getting a couple of years into um, the motherhood um, identity, let's say, I just Mm -hmm. remember waking up one day and realizing that I had really completely lost myself to this identity of motherhood. And I mean, it was such a weird feeling because. I had everything, like I had that whole TV fantasy thing, right? Everything mm-hmm. that I'd ever wanted. I had the the amazing husband. I had the two point five kids. I had the, you know, the house, everything. And yet, I just felt like I didn't know who I was, and I didn't feel, fufil- feel fulfilled. And mm-hmm. I also felt really guilty, like, what's wrong with me that I wouldn't feel fulfilled when I've got seemingly everything that I've ever wanted. And so that really led me down a path of more, um, more intense uh, self-discovery. And I realized that I was going to need some help with this journey because what I had been doing so far um, had not, you know, had led me to the point that I was in. And so I sought up a therapist at that time And she really helped me to begin that journey of uncovering, you know, what was going on with me and and what -hmm. what I was missing and giving me the tools that I needed to really have the life that I wanted and on my terms. So I started that journey. And then actually up until a couple of years ago, I've stayed in that work. um, But a couple of years ago, after my third child was born, I was really having a hard time adjusting to life as a mom of three. Um, I was working, adjusting. I was feeling like I've got so much on my plate, but feeling like, really, I could do it all. You know, like having this internal dialogue with myself every day, you can do this. (laughs) Yeah, you can do this. And, you know, I, and I would be you know, driving across town and I was still nursing and I would be pumping and I would be like on the phone with the client and like really just completely overdoing, just overdoing. And Mm -hmm. one day a friend of mine called me to arrange a play date and she asked me how I was doing. And I just never forget that day. Like it all just came crashing down on me. And Mm -hmm. I, And I just, you know, I lost it. And um, I'm sure she was like, oh, wow, this is not what I called for. I called for a play date and you are breaking (laughs) down on me. Uh, So she said, oh, you know, I've been meaning to mention to you that um, there's this meditation class and um, I've been wanting to see if you'd like to go. And I was like, when is the next one? Can we go today? Like, I, I am ready. I am just ready to slow down. And yeah, so that took me deeper into my, my journey. And really that was, that unlocked so much for me because I was really struggling with being present with my kids. And I knew that was something that I wanted to work on, but I just, I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. And it turned out for me that the key to that was slowing down and just tuning in. And um, from there, I hired a coach who helped me just completely reprogram my thoughts so that I could let go of anxiety. And from there, it just really transformed my relationship with my husband, with my kids and my entire life. Um, which then led me to the path of realizing that I had always wanted to help people in a, in a more direct way, like directly impacting people's lives. Uh-huh. Um, and realizing that really this had been in front of me the whole time. I um, had been sort of like, I loved my job and certain aspects of my job, but it wasn't deeply fulfilling. It wasn't, you know, like I said, that direct impact. And so uh, I realized that I wanted to change lives in the way that my life had been changed through coaching. And that led me to developing the care method. Yeah. So that is the story. That is my
0: story. I love it. I love it because now that, you know, do you feel, I mean, is is it just that feeling of like, wow, you know, just, I feel more grounded and I know, what my purpose is that brought so much of that um of that piece really um yes. that
1: awesome absolutely a hundred percent and yeah it's
0: it just came from like figuring out who I was. Wow and and that care method. Um would you like to or can you please share with us what that is. Yeah. And now that we see, you know, we um you've clearly explained what the inspiration is behind that. So, can you tell us more about what the care method is?
1: Yeah, so really it is a step-by-step journey to take moms out of omer- overwhelm and into peace and calm. And uh it it's was directly inspired from my own journey as I just shared really until you can stop and care is an acronym. So the C for care is consciously connected. And um, what I help moms do is, um, as I mentioned, for me that looked like meditation. You know, that slowing down piece. Um, but we're we're all different, right? It's not a one size fits approach. So I really work with moms to help them determine, you know, which life strategy do they need to put in place to help them slow down. And that can look like many different things. So we explore all of those different things, um, such as journaling, meditation, breath work, exercise, you know, whatever that is for them. And the A is for awareness. And so, um, so many of us think like it's a lack of time that's missing in our lives, but it's really, you know, identifying what matters most to us. And so I walk you through, um, or work, walk work moms through, walk moms through, thank you, um, <laughs> uh, through different behavioral assessments to help them really identify how to communicate their needs, how to let go of the mom guilt, um, and realizing that it's for everyone's highest good. And then the R is for re-energize. And... This really focuses in on kind of what we're going to talk about today, but habits and boundaries. Yeah. Right. So um, a coach of mine said, like, your life is a reflection of your habits. And it's so true. Um, you I get agree. Yeah, you get what you, um, you get what your habits are, basically. So working to build those healthy habits and let go of the ones that don't serve us is part of the re-energize component of the care method. And then just learning how to implement boundaries so that you can really effectively maintain those relationships that are most important in your life um, is so, so freeing for moms. Um, And so the last component is empowered and that is just um, where when we take responsibility for the choices that we're making in our life and realizing that it's up to us to have the life that we want, uh, it's, it's completely life-changing, right? It's, it's all up to us. And I think so many of us, you know, are responsible (laughs) because as mothers,
0: we're all responsible,
1: but we don't really realize, we don't realize what, so much of our life is within our control.
0: That's great insight. That is great insight. And, you know, this is, I'm I'm hearing this and I'm like, wow, this is such a rich program and something that will truly help moms. Um, what do you feel? And we you kind of touched on this with asking for help. That has been something that's on my mind that is, um, I guess I would call it, A roadblock. I I said this Mm. uh, word in another interview, and it is. And what do you feel that is that you know that prevents moms from asking for help? I think that you know society really—it's
1: not our fault. Society really gives us that message that we're supposed to have it all and do it all,
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: even you know we we sort of take it as a badge of honor. Yeah. That we can do it all. And so to let that go can be can be so, so challenging. And I think um Rachel Hollis says this. Um, she says, like uh, the message too that a lot of women who are very successful um are sometimes putting out there too, is like they are doing it all and they don't have any help. And um mm-hmm. we can't We can't truly be a master of all areas in our life without help. It's just really not possible. And so we're shooting ourselves in the foot, right? When we don't ask
0: for help. (laughs) Yeah. And we almost, it's almost um, in a way just like, I don't want to say it so strongly as far as stigmatized, but that's kind of what it is that, like, well, you're, a, you're, you should be able to do it all. You're a mom. You can, you can handle it, you know, like type thing. And, um, and when you can't, you're considered as what, you know, oh, you're not a good mom. Yes. Oh, you're not a, you know, whether that's someone saying it, um, indirectly or you saying it to yourself, right? And that's, kind of the, where we get stuck, like, you know, well, if I ask for help, then that means whatever it is that you have in your mind, you know, of what that means. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I agree.
1: It's like, um, and I'll never forget. There was a few years ago uh, where I love getting involved in the kids' school. And so I used to be really heavily involved in the PTA and the room, mother stuff and all of that. And, um, I still mm-hmm. love it, but I just remember overcommitting one day and, um, a mom friend of mine finally said, Hey, you know, I can, I can pick up, you know, it was going to be the homemade cookies and all of that. And she's like, I can pick up the cookies for you. Just uh-huh. <laughs> accept my help. And that was so hard for me. That was really mm-hmm. so hard for me. Um, because I didn't want to look like I didn't have it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. I did accept her help that day. And it yes. was fine. It was
0: totally fine. You know, isn't that funny that, you know, we, I don't know, like, I guess for me, like, I'm also recovering in that and that, you know, not mm-hmm. asking for help. Is that like, it is It's there's something freeing about it. And no, you're not being a needy person just because you're asking for help. No, you We know, we know when we've reached our limit and we need to ask. And, you know, that's I think that's where we um, we stop a lot of times. And that does kind of breed overwhelm after that. And we think that we got to, you know, do it all. Yes. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Yeah. And so now let's talk habits. (sighs) So how does this, how does your care method, um, you know, get incorporated into changing or enhancing our habits? Yeah. So as I said, you know, we, our life is a reflection of
1: our habits and we are all running on habits, right? Whether we know it or not. um, And some of them serve us and some of them do not. And so, right yeah I think that um for for me, when I was really um heavily focused on incorporating the right habits, was really taking a look at <clears throat> we we so want to overcomplicate our lives first of all, I'll just say that yes. and, and I am certainly guilty of that myself, <laughs> and so really looking at habits and determining like, what do you, first of all, what do you want to work on? Like, what's one major area of your life that you want to, that, you know, you need to incorporate some, some new healthy habits into your life on. So picking that one area and then sort of like breaking it apart and thinking about like what habits would really be the habits that would serve me best. So I would say, you know, pick that one thing and then Start incorporating no more than no more than three habits to begin with, and really, mm-hmm. ideally, one habit to begin with because
0: <clears throat> keep it simple, right?
1: Just keep one. It, keep it and, simple. Yeah. Keep it simple. And then you can build momentum from there. So, for me, um, when I got started, I wanted to <clears throat> focus on my well-being, and one of the aspects of that was just moving my body and exercising. And in the past, what I would do was I would say, okay, I'm going to exercise three days a week or five days a week for 45 minutes or an hour. And I just found myself unable to sustain that. Mm -hmm. Because- Sounds
0: familiar. Mm, I think (laughs) I've done that before too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It just- it just wasn't sustainable for me because life would come up. I wouldn't feel like it. I would be tired. One of the kids would be sick, What, whatever it was. Yeah. And so I started thinking about like, how can I make this really easy for myself so that I can commit to it? <laughs> and I decided that I would commit to, instead of that three or four or five days a week, that it was just going to be easier for me to be, to commit to, 15 minutes a day just make it really small and and that's what I did so I just began with that habit and over time and where you want to get to is where that just becomes automatic and what really helped in solidifying that habit I think was tying it to um there's I think two of schools of thoughts. You can either tie a habit to an activity or to a time. And so for me, I guess it was sort of both where I committed to when I put the baby down for bed at night, I would go straight into my exercise routine. And so that happened basically at the same time every night. And yeah, it just became automatic, right? Like, Put the baby down. You don't have to think about it. Go straight in and um, you know, put on your workout clothes, find the find the YouTube video that you're gonna work out to, whatever it is, right? And just it's an what one of my coaches calls like an unbreakable standard. Mm -hmm. Just happens. Just happens every single day. And I'll I've committed to this for probably about 18 months now. And Yeah, like we've gone on vacation, and I've fallen off a day or two, um, or even a week at sometimes, but it's such a habit now. It's such an automatic that even if I, you know, fall off the wagon, so to speak, I just come right back to it. I don't get into this like, oh, you know, feeling bad, and like I used to when I didn't keep my commitment of, you know, that, that previous schedule that wasn't sustainable
0: yeah yeah and I want to go back to what you just said about when you started to ask yourself how can I make this easy for myself mm-hmm. and I really I believe that that's something that we rarely if ever you know ask ourselves how to make it easy you know it reminds me of in my head it's like that easy button you know from staples yes you know, how- yes <laughs> love it and and that's it, you know, how can I make it easy? And you're right, we overcomplicate it. And I think that's just so key, right? When you ask yourself, how, how do I make this easy? And you did and look where it led to and look how much progress you've made rather than, you know, the old way of, like you said, thinking about it or the old way of doing things. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do three times and, you know, and you made it simple.
1: Yeah. So brilliant. I- and just the way you're saying that is exactly kind of how I was making it feel like it was all this pressure mm-hmm. and then all this feeling bad if I yeah. didn't meet, meet my my standards.
0: Yeah. So I just sort of took all of that off the table. Wonderful. And, you know, you you offer coaching um, for, you know, for women. And, you know, can you tell us more about that and, you know, how um, women can can reach you and um, work with you possibly, because I think that you have so much to, um, to offer and to share. So if you could tell us more about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I have a a group on Facebook where I just love connecting with other moms and it's really a safe, supportive environment where, um, I go in and teach on a weekly basis around some of these, these topics. And I also offer a one on one coaching program um, <clears throat> and you can find out more about me on my website and Grace, I'll send you those links if you don't mind to yeah. both my group and my website but my one on one coaching program is a three month coaching program where we meet weekly and we really dive into all of all of these topics around the care method and um. <clears throat> I'm there to support you along
0: the way. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, Melissa, it's been such a wonderful conversation with you. And I thank you for the, you know, for introducing us to your care method. And like I said, I think everyone should go and grab themselves a life coach. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and yeah. um, I, I think that you you um, have a, you know, wonderful way about you of, you know, of just being really in touch, you know, as specifically from your own, you know, experience and, um, and being able to pass that on, you know, to, to other, to other moms, to other women. So I thank you so much for just being a a part of the show. And is there anything else that you want to, if there was one, one more tip that you would like to, um, share with moms, what would that be? Mm.
1: That's really hard, Grace. (laughs) Just one. Okay, two or three.
0: Okay, two or
1: three. I have two, two or three. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think um, what I will share is, you know, anytime we're doing this work on ourselves, this was one of the biggest lessons that I've learned. And, you know, I'm so passionate about this because, yeah, I've been on this journey. And, you know, that saying, like, we teach what we most need to learn, right? Um, Yeah. And so I think the 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 biggest thing um, to understand as you're on this journey back to yourself is you know, give yourself self compassion and self-love along the way because you know transformation doesn't happen overnight yeah it's a journey, and I used to and I know so many other moms and women that just sort of like uh, have spent their entire lives and they are such high achievers getting to the goals that they want to get to by like flogging themselves along the way and that strategy will only get you so far Mm -hmm. and it's definitely not going to get you to a to a life of peace and calm you know so just loving ourselves and loving ourselves for where we are now and and knowing that you know we'll we'll do better when we as, as my aunt Angelou says, when we know better, we do better.
0: Yeah. Yep. That is so something that, um, that we just don't do often enough with ourselves. All right, Melissa, this has been such a wonderful conversation with you. And I thank you for sharing your experience and your wisdom with us. And so one last thing, you know, where, can my audience find you hanging out at these days?
1: Yeah. And my Facebook group is really where I I spend the most time and deliver the most value. And so I love if you're interested in finding out more or just having, like I said, a safe, supported space of other women and moms, please
0: check me out there. It's from Overwhelmed to the Connected Mom. And I'm gonna put a link on that um, on the on the uh, podcast notes so that you can just easily click on that and join her group. I recommend you joining it. So, thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you, Chris, for having me. This was such a great conversation. Hey, real quick, if you enjoyed today's episode, the best way to thank me is by leaving an iTunes review. If you're listening to me right now on your iPhone, simply scroll down, click Write a Review within the podcast, and voila, you'll get a chance to click five stars and type in how the podcast has helped you. You can also access iTunes on your computer if you're not an iPhone user by downloading the iTunes app. Also, I offer virtual organizing, and that means we get to hop on Zoom together wherever you are, and I can help you organize your space for a fraction of a price that you would spend hiring an in-person organizer. Contact me by email, hello at so you and I can get started. I offer a free 15-minute assessment to see if we're a good match to work together. So get on it, girl! stop being stuck on your organizing journey. I'll help you walk forward so you can finish that organizing project that you've been procrastinating on. No judgment here. I've done it myself, but you know what I'm talking about, girl. All right. Can't wait to talk to you. Bye.